Do you love the Lord? Amen. Amen. Turn to Matthew chapter 7 this morning. It's where we're going to be in the reading of God's Word. Love His precious Word. <laughs> Lord help. When you find your place, let's stand for the reading of God's Word this morning. Here, here in Matthew chapter 7, breaking in about the 13th verse. And the Bible says, Enter ye at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Notice the next two words. And many, not a few, the Bible says many. This is in red letters straight from Jesus' mouth. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. Look at the next two words. And few there be that find it. Brother Terry, ask the blessing please. Yes, Lord. Yes, God, move, move, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. Save, Lord. Save, Lord. Save, Lord. Amen. You can be seated if you can. I like what Brother Greg says when he preaches. You can be seated if you can. These times I can't hardly be seated when I think about the Lord and what he's done. God woke me up Thursday morning this with this message and burdened my heart, and I've been carrying it like a mountain. Now I need your prayers this morning. But we see here in this chapter, Jesus is teaching, and he's dealing with a lot of things, preaching on the Sermon on the Mount, from, from dealing with uh, judging your neighbor and being a hypocrite, and casting your pearls before the swine, how to treat your neighbor, but he talks about there's two ways into eternity. Jesus himself talked about this message and preached about this message. And I want to give you this message that the Lord gave me entitled, Two Roads to Eternity. Two Roads to Eternity. I'm going to tell everyone of you in this building today, you're on one road or the other. 
one road or the other. There is no side road, back road. They ain't no uh, uh, short way around. You're on one road or the other this morning. You're on the right side or the wrong side. You're either saved or you're not saved. There's no halfway in between. The Bible talks about that he didn't like anything lukewarm, that he'd spew it out of his mouth. And this morning, if you're playing church, I got good news for you. You can come down and get a hold of the real thing this morning. You can truly be born again, and your life can be changed forever today. You don't have to put on no more. You can really give your heart to the Lord. You can be on the right road to this place that's called heaven. The Lord give me these and we put them together this week. You're either on, on this road, high route 1611, headed to heaven, or you're on this route, highway 666, heading to hell. You're on one or the other. And guess what? You're at the crossroads this morning, and you will have to choose before you leave here today which one of these routes you're going to take today. You say, well, I didn't come to church to take a route. I didn't come to church to make a decision. Well, I got good news. You're going to have to make one today. I ain't the one going to make you make it. The Lord is here today. And he's put the routes out to show you you're at the crossroads and you're going to have to make a decision which way you go today. When you walk out that road, out that door today, you're choosing one of these routes right now. What do you talk about 1611? I love the old King James Version, 1611. It's never let me down, amen. <laughs> it's held true for all these many, many years. But in 1984, uh, a bunch of people got together. They, some lesbians on the board and everything else, decided to write a new version of Bible, which is called the NIV. If you got one, I'd throw it in the trash. You need to stick to the 1611. I'm a King James Version Bible man. Yeah, amen. amen. Well, I just can't understand that King James Version. I need me a new version to understand. You better watch what you do. You'll fall under Revelations chapter 22. He says, Woe unto the man that addeth or taketh away from the words of this prophecy. For if he adds or takes away his name, it will be taken out. I'm telling you this morning, we don't need to add or take away from the Word of God. We need to take it for what it says. You're on one road or the other this morning. Number one, I want to preach on the highway to heaven. Everybody wants to be on the highway to heaven. You know, they had a TV show out called Highway to Heaven. I've done some research about that TV show. There's a bunch of them on there lost without God, didn't even know nothing about God. They're trying to portray what it was like on the highway to heaven. But I'll tell you what, you can watch the TV and people proclaim they know God. But I'll tell you one that knows where their heart's at this morning. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. He knows whether or not you've been covered by the blood. We can play church. We can put our name on every church roll. We can wear three-piece suits, shine our shoes up and comb our hair and make out like we're something special but I'm glad that God knows exactly what road we're on it's getting quiet in here this morning <laughs> I knew it would when God gave this to me but I'm going to tell you something this morning you're going to have to choose uh, there in verse 14 he says but straight is the gate straight is the gate who's he talking about Jesus is that gate 
He's the way. Over there uh, in John chapter 14, verse 6, uh, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except through, except through, except through, and by me. They ain't no other way you're going except through and by the Lord Jesus Christ will you get on this highway. The devil may have you detoured, but that's the only way to heaven. How can I find my way to heaven? Get in the book. <laughs> There's a road map in the book. I'll tell you how to get to heaven. I'm glad how it starts off. He told Nicodemus over there, he said, ye must be what? <laughs> Born again. You don't come down to the altar popping, chewing gum, and grinning from ear to ear, and kneel down and, and have a preacher uh, pray a prayer for you, and you jump up and say, well, I'm saved forever. But he tells me in the scriptures, you come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and he no wise cast you out. He said, for whosoever would call upon the name of the Lord, what? Would be saved. He'll save your unworthy soul. There ain't a soul in this building today that's worthy of heaven. If every one of us got what we deserve, we'd be on this route to hell, and we'd be in hell today. But because of the cross of Calvary, uh, we're on the highway to heaven, amen. We're on this good road following the will of God, trying to do what he has called us to do in our life. Over in John 10, 7, the Bible says there that Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door to the sheepfold. He's the door. No other way. You can't get it any other way. You'll never make it on mommy's religion or daddy's religion or papa's salvation. It's a personal thing between you and God. There's some religions that'll teach you as long as one member of the family is saved, everybody in the family is saved. I'm going to tell you that's a lie straight out of hell. It's a personal walk with Christ. It's a personal experience with Christ. If you can't tell me that you've been born again, you can remember a time that you were born again. I ain't worried about the date. I ain't worried about the moment or the month of the year. But there's going to be a time that you remember that there was a change that took place in your life. If you can't remember that time, you ain't never been born again that's awful harsh this morning that's the truth I'm tired of preachers telling the people and patting them on the back that everything's alright just whisper a little old prayer and, and live any old way and you'll make it to heaven I'm going to tell you what those that are truly born again those that love God those that have been down to the fountain where I've been and had their robes washed in the blood of the lamb they'll live for God amen and they'll want to do right and they'll want to be on the right highway they'll want people to see that they're living right and driving right and they're being right in the Lord but it's those that have never been born again loves this highway because it's a broad way. It's an easy way. This is an easy way right here. I said this is an easy way. There's even pleasure in this way. Why you can get drunk, you can dope it up, you can run around, you can do all that stuff. There's a lot of pleasure in it. It'll bring you a lot of pleasure. You'll make a lot of money, have a lot of friends, and everything will be wonderful for a while. This road's going to run out. <laughs> I said this road's going to run out. There's a lot of people on this road that will go down this road with you. 
They'll walk arm in arm with you and say, hey, come on. It's an easy way right here. That hard way you're struggling on, we got the easy route. Come on over here. This road's nice and smooth, straight and wide all the way. But what the devil don't tell you, what's going on at the end of the road. He'll never tell you that. He loves to paint a pretty picture. He's a master artist. Oh, look how beautiful that is. He finds out what colors you like, and he puts his, your colors up there and says, Look, come down this road with me. And we go down the road skipping and hopping down the road because we think he's our friend. And how good it is, and oh, how wonderful it is. And you prosper, and your health is good, and finances are good, and children's doing good, and everybody's doing wonderful. We never go to church. We never sing about the blood of Jesus and amazing grace, how sweet the sound. We never sing about that blood and what he's done for us, but we live it up out in the world, do our thing, and, and just have a party time. But I'm going to tell you what, your roads are running out. You'll find out at the back of that painting, there's a septic tank right at the end of it. At the end of your road there's destruction and many be that go down this road friend don't go down this wide road it's an awful road but that's the road that a lot of people is on this one right here but that's the easy way Jesus never promised this would be easy but he did give one promise he said I'll never leave you <laughs> I'll never forsake you. And when this way gets hard, and it will get hard, I'll be right there with you. And I'll go with you. And he says, this way is straight. It's a little bit hilly, a little bit rocky. But you press through, keep working, climbing. Keep climbing on this highway. Keep your eyes on me, and I'll help you through this highway. Everything will be all right if you'll follow me. Lord, it's so hard. I just don't know if I can do it. I promise you, if you'll follow me, it'll pay off in the end. Our problem is, is you want your reward here. I'm looking for one there. <laughs> right there is where I'm looking for it at. Luke 13, 24, the Bible says, Strive to enter in at the straight gate for many I say unto you, we'll seek to enter in and shall not be able. There'll be many that think they're on this route, but they've been on this one the whole time. I'm telling you, if you ain't had no problems in your life, hold on. It's coming. If you ain't had no struggles in your Christian life, and it's all been a bed of roses, hang on. It's about to change. The devil may not have you on his chalkboard right now, but it's coming up. It's coming up. What are you going to do? Which route are you on this morning? I thought about our young people this week, and my heart was stirred heavy. You know, in, in culture, in, in, in trending of things, time has a way of repeating itself. And our kids today have fell in love with the 80s. Have you noticed that lately? They love the 80s. They want to punk their hair up and... Wear the uh, tie-dyed jeans and jackets. Y'all remember? Come on, shake my head. Jason, I, you was in there. You know. 
And they want, they want that 80s music. And they want, it's like, man, it'd been awesome to live in the 80s. It wasn't that great, let me tell you. If you remember, that's when, when we was really introduced to homosexuality in the 80s. Remember boy George? I pray he gets saved someday before he dies and goes to hell. I didn't know if he was a man or a woman. I'd never seen such a thing. And we were subjected to that. And then here come all that music. And everything started changing. And I saw the church world changing. And we went through that. And every, every 10 years, there's a culture shock. It's culture change. Here we are in 2020. Everybody's wanting to go back to 1980s. You better be glad I ain't done this morning what I started to do. But I woke up Thursday morning. And statistically, God was dealing with me with all these young people in this church. And I'm going to show you something. You better be involved in what your children are doing. Come on, parents. Right here is a tool of the devil. And when you ain't watching, they are. They're watching things. They're learning things that you and I didn't know about until I got married. And they're finding it out right here. They can see it, hear it. Everything they want to do is right here. You need to find out what your children are doing with their phones, with their iPads, and get in there and find out because the devil is a seducer and a liar and he's after your children. I thought about in the 1980s, a song that come out and it was real popular and people praised it and they packed the auditoriums. And I saw a video this week where they were a sea of people and the name of, of this concert was by ACDC. And the song that was popular and everybody was praising it was Highway to Hell. I'm on a highway to hell. And they was rocking it out and everybody was screaming and it was tickled to death. And there was kids there dressed in regular clothes. They didn't have the punk hair and all that. But they was being absorbed by the music. And I'm going to tell you something this morning, young people. That music is a seducer. He will grab your mind and turn your mind in ways that you've never thought. Yeah, I was sitting in a bus about a month ago, uh, what, letting a ball team play ball, and I had my headphones on, and, and my phone was in the front of the bus, and I was in the back of the bus resting, and I decided to listen to some music, and I pulled my earbud out, stuck it in my ear, and I hit the little thing and said, uh, uh, Siri, play uh, Pandora for me. And a lot of you all don't know what that is. It's a, a list of music that you build. And, and I've been listening to a lot of good music on there. So I just hit the thing said, play Pandora. And the first song coming on was a rap song that had some of the foulest language using the Lord's name in vain and everything else. I said, God help our children that would go through this and listen to stuff like this. You need to find out what your children are listening to. But I got to thinking about this song that was written in 1979 by the group ACDC, Highway to Hell. I started to play the song this morning for you. Listen, I want to read you the lyrics this morning talking about which road you're on. Living easy, loving free. Take it on a one-way ride. Asking nothing, leave, it, leave me be. Taking everything in my stride. Don't need reason, don't need right. They ain't nothing I'd rather do. Going down party time, my friends are going to be there too. I'm on a highway to hell. On a highway to hell. 
Highway to hell. I'm on a highway to hell. That's the course. Second verse. No stop signs, speed limits. Nobody's going to slow us down. Like a wheel going and spinning. It's nobody messing me around. Hey, Satan! Paid my dues playing in a rocking band. Hey, mama, look at me. I'm headed for the promised land. I'm on my highway to hell. Would you want to know your daughter and your son was sitting and listening to that? I mean, it turned my stomach, turned my world upside down to listen at the seducing music and the lyrics of that song. They were screaming that song out, heavy metal. You couldn't hardly understand the words. The only way I could understand it was watching it on YouTube, and they were putting the words up as they were singing. And I thought, as much as our kids love the 1980s now, they're going to be subjected to this. You need to watch what your children are watching and listen to what they're listening to. The devil wants to get them on a highway to hell is what he wants to do. He wants to seduce their spirits. He wants to stop their ears up and stop their heart up and let them know that this route is all right. But I'm telling you this morning as your pastor, this route is not all right. We need to stand against that evil. We need to stand against this evil music of today. We need to seek the Lord with our whole heart. We need to come out from among the world and be a separated people. Can I hear from you this morning? I'm glad I'm not on a highway to hell. I wrote that down so I know exactly how to read it to you this morning. Let me give you this statistic. This is a 2019 statistic. Talking about the church and where we're headed and culturally. Do you know how many people they are in America? There is 328 million two hundred and thirty nine thousand five hundred and twenty three people as of 2019 65 percent of them claim to be christians 3.4 million claim to be muslims 1.5 million claim to be hindu 4 million claim to be buddhist 1.1 million claim to be non-Christian or atheist. And the fastest growing religion in America right now is Islam. Here's the shocking one. 3,700 churches last year closed their doors. 3,700. 200 pastors a week are walking out of the pulpit and resigning their positions because they're burnt out. Because people would rather be on a highway to hell than a highway to heaven. Church, it's time that we get serious about God and living for God and, and sanctifying our homes and saying, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Sanctify the house of the Lord and, and come here and worship God. Let's not be quiet on God. Let's not back up on God. Let's exhort the Lord. Let's lift up our hands. Let's bless His holy name and tell the devil, we're not on your highway to hell. But I'm on the highway to heaven. (laughs) Well, to be on that highway, Pastor, I have to be an old fogey. I can't have no fun. You ought to come on Wednesday night. We're having all kinds of fun. (laughs) 
When you're sitting at the house doing nothing, we're having a good time down here, are we not? We're playing music, having youth, meeting in the back, having prayer, and doing all kinds of things. Having a good time. Sunday morning, God's moving in a mighty way. People are testifying. People are joining the church. People are getting baptized. God's at work. You need to come see what's going on. Not just once in a while. But the devil don't want you on that highway. Take this route. Come on this route. Come this way. When you walk out the door, he'll be going, come this way. This way. This is the easy way. Come on this way. What are you going to do? Which route are you going to take? The devil's a manipulator. He's a liar and the father of it. Verse 13 says, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many, many. There's many in this building today lost without God. Can I tell you something, you that are lost? You got a pastor here that loves you. And I love you enough to tell you there's a highway headed to hell. I love you even more to tell you there's a highway headed to heaven. (laughs) You don't have to go this route. I'm trying to tell you, you can go this route. You young people, you can go this route. It's just as fun. It's more fun on this route. There's security in this route. I don't lay down at night worrying, am I going to hell? But I know I'm on my way to heaven. (laughs) Don't you want that in your heart this morning? The devil don't want you to believe. He wants you to follow this route. I feel a heaviness in this room right now. You know why? Because I've showed you which route you're on. There's so much more I want to preach on, but God's leading me another way. I may even continue this message for four weeks. What are you going to do? Are you going to keep playing church? Are you just going to keep putting it off? Because there's coming a day. When your name will be called. And it won't be to enter heaven. You'll be standing there. You'll look down that book. I can't find your name here. Lord, I I went to Vickers. I heard the preacher preach. I went several Sundays, Lord, on that route. That's the route I'm on. Lord, that's it right there. I've been trying to do my best. That's the one I'm on. That's the only one I've ever known you be on. Lord, I don't want to go down that route. I'll take your route now. I'll do it now, Lord. Depart from me. Depart from me. That's going to be the awfulest words you will ever hear in your life. Can I beg you this morning and tell you hell is real? It's real this morning. And the devil has deceived you. And he's got you on this road of destruction. But the Lord wants you to move. He wants you to change route this morning. 
I'm standing here and I'm ready to help you go a better way. I'm preaching a simple gospel to you this morning. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that you could be on the right path. You can change your eternity today. You don't have to be on this route no longer. Things have changed. Old things are passed away. And your route will be brand new. <laughs> It'll be wonderful. And you'll have all these people to love you, care for you, and to help you. But as long as you listen to the devil, this is the road you're on. If you're not saved this morning, you're on the highway to hell. And if Jesus was to come in the next two minutes, this will be your eternal destination forever and ever and ever. That leads to a lake of fire where the worm dieth not and the fire is never quenched. The Bible says that the rich man lifted his eyes in hell being in torments. It wasn't just one, but it was many. Every time he turned the Lord away, I believe he'll be remembered of that. Every time that God even called on him and he turned him on, he'll be reminded of that. Hell would be bad enough with the fire, the burning, the aching, the pain, the thirst, but to know you're eternally separated from a holy God that could save your soul and know there's no more chance, that would be hell enough right there. But it'll go far beyond that. So I wonder today, as we stand with every head bowed and every eye closed.